Hello everybody, welcome back to Cramble, the podcast where we drink craft beer and ramble about random subjects. And today we got two more beers. Uh, We got a double IPA from Flying Dog, which is the same brand or brewing company that uh, we got the last beer from, the Tropical Bitch. And then we have... What is it? It is a milk stout, a marshmallow milk stout by Garage Brewing. Sounds disgusting. It really does. All right, let's crack these open. Wait, what percenter is yours? You always say your percentages. Mine is a 12 percenter. Jesus. This is going to knock me out right before bed. This is a 7 percenter. So I actually normally hate stouts, and so does Omar, but, um... I don't know, it said marshmallow, so I just pictured it would taste like a s'mores, but I think I'm wrong by the smell of it. I think it might taste like a poop. So we had uh, somebody uh, give us a a pretty good subject on what to talk about, and it was a pretty serious subject on bullying, in particular the bullying of kids and... In school and how it's uh, kind of really just like really passive. And Can I just read the exact messaging? Oh yeah, if you want to. Um, bullying in schools, uh, how it's such a loophole thing and how it affects children emotionally and their self-confidence. Yeah. That was the suggestion and it's a good topic. Yeah, so I think that's a, that's a really good topic, and that's kind of the, the type of topics that we originally want to talk about on the podcast. I know the first two episodes we did were on different cases, like murder cases and uh, conspiracy theories. But overall, I think that we're, we're looking more towards trying to give advice on anything really, whether it be uh, relationships or life or just plain subjects that we could really dive into and talk about. I think that the main thing is that we just want to talk about something and really dive in and and see what what we think about the particular subject. So where do you want to start with this conversation? Well, I think that the the thing was about uh, bullying like kids, right? That's what it's... Well, I feel like that's like mostly... I think that's the majority. Yeah. So, do you have any any bullying stories? Have you ever been bullied? I don't know. I know. Or were you the bullier? I think you were the bullier. I was a little bit mean in middle school, but it wasn't anything like crazy. And I did apologize to the girl that I would put that face to the girl. I don't even think I was a bully. I was just mean. Well, middle schoolers are just like mean to each other, especially girls, you know? But she was my friend. Okay. Um, but no, I've never like bullied anybody. I did one time stand up to a bully, and oh, whatever. I'll just say it. it's not like mean ladies ever gonna listen to it. I hope she does. Oh my god! We but need if more I listeners. Say it. Probably somebody's gonna know who I'm talking about. Eh, whatever. Anyways, there was this bully in middle school, and she hated me. I don't know why she hated me, but she pushed down this guy's books like he was like a nerd. And I told her to pick them up because she was just being a bitch and she didn't want to. And everyone called her Lucy Goosey, but I didn't know what that meant. I was just like, 
an innocent middle schooler. And yeah, she didn't want to help him pick up his books. So I was like, Lucy Goosey. And I went to help him pick up the books. And I said it in front of everybody. And everyone was like, ooh. But I didn't even know what it mean. But she was a bully. So you stood up to the bully instead. And I called her Lucy Goosey. Lucy Lucy? Lucy Goosey. Oh. Damn. Um, well, that's a good story. If you're listening to this. Lucy Goosey. Please subscribe and read us. <laughs> Jesus. She was so mean. Wait, do you have any bullying stories? I feel like you were the bully. Um, I definitely wasn't the bully ever. I think um, I was I was a pretty, like, secluded kid uh, in school. I feel like I had, like, I don't know, like, two friends until, like, high school. And then I think I kind of just got sucked into a group of friends and... We were just, you know, a big group of friends, I guess. So you weren't a bully? Did you? Oh, you didn't get bullied. Okay. No, I did uh, almost get jumped, though, in middle school. Uh, there Why? Was, there was these two kids, and they were brothers, and then their older brother was, like, in some kind of gang, and... I remember you telling me this. Yeah, he was just like... Like, oh, like, my brother's in a gang, this and that. And I think the kid just didn't like me, and I don't really know why. But he, like, tried to be cool with me all the time. And then, like, like just randomly, like, he was just, like, like oh, like, my brother's going to jump you and this and that. And it was me and my other friend from middle school. And, and he was just, like, yeah, they're going to jump both of you. And then we were just, like, okay, well, oh, I guess. Is. I mean, I was in middle school. I wasn't, I don't know. I wasn't, like, fighting in middle school. I, was, I probably didn't even know how to fight in middle school. Do you know how to fight now? I think so. <laughs> Anyways, but I feel like this is like, I think they're... I mean, I feel like I could give someone the good old one-two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyways, he wanted to he wanted to beat me up and, and his brother, I guess. And then uh, I think the last day of school uh, of eighth grade, he was like, oh, my brother's going to be here, like whatever. And me and my friend waited there for his brother. And then like the two kids ended up walking home. And then we were like, okay. Like, so we left and we walked home too. I think we walked behind them, like, all the way to the park and then we split. And, like, they never did anything. It was just weird. Like, but I do think it was, like, a case of bullying, I guess. I just wasn't really that affected by it, mm -hmm. I guess. Um, but I do think that, that, um, bullying is, is serious. I mean, I, I think that everybody thinks bullying is pretty serious and, Except for the bully. Except for the bully? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think that the bully also has problems, right? Mm, I don't know. <clears throat> because there has okay. to be something wrong with you for you to think that it's okay to I just feel like some, do that well, to I mean, kid. that could totally be right. But I also feel like some people just are fucking mean. Yeah, I, I do think some people are mean, but I think that it, it roots down a little bit deeper because... Um, like, what about, like, a lack of attention at home or a lack of um, parenting or something else that could be affecting them to where they feel like they don't have control over something? Mm -hmm. And I think it, it all comes down to control because I think that a lot of people um, like to have control. And I think that's why we have a lot of other different things in the world. Um, <clears throat> but 
Yeah, I think that that the bully also has some kind of issues going on, whether it be in the environment, whether it be young or old, in a workplace, at school, um, at home. Like, I think that there has to be some kind of problems going on for somebody to to actually have to want to... Be an asshole? Yeah. I get what you're saying, but I also do feel like um, kids pick on, like, a different type of bullying I'm talking about right now. Like, pick on ki- kids who there's, like, they could tell something's, like, wrong with them, you know what I mean? Um, like, that story of the little boy who killed himself after he was getting bullied for the, what's it called, the colostomy bag he had to carry. Oh, I never heard of that. Yeah, this was, like, in January. Yeah. So ten year old boy killed himself because at school they were making fun of him for something he couldn't even control. Like it was a medical condition yeah. that he had to carry the colostomy bag with him. Right. So I, I think that it it roots down to like like if we're gonna dive real deep into bullying and what it consists of, um, I think parenting is probably like ninety nine percent of the factor. Because if your kid is bullying, you're not parenting correctly. And if your kid is getting bullied, then I think it's your job as a parent to to provide the knowledge to your son on why that bullying is completely irrelevant, right? Yeah, but I mean, also, I feel like at such a young age, like, for example, this little boy... Right, has, yeah. carries a colostomy bag with him because he has to. Um, I hope I'm saying that right. By the way, colostomy. Um, like, what can his mom or his dad say that's gonna make him feel better? Like, he already being ten years old is probably feeling like down about that situation. Like, I don't think you could so much teach your kid not to feel like to feel like shit about. I don't know. I just feel like. In some cases, I don't think you can educate a kid to not feel like they're being bullied when they are being bullied. Uh, I don't think it's about not feeling bullied because, you, yeah, like you said, you are being bullied. I think it's more about teaching them that it's irrelevant to like their life, you know, like why they're better than that and why the things that the bully is telling them are completely untrue. Right? I think in this case with the colostomy bag, it's like a special case because whatever they're telling him is true. You know, he does have a colostomy bag. He is different than the other kids, but only in that sense, only in the sense that he has that bag. Like at the end of the day, if he can run around and play, then he's still a normal kid. If he can learn just like any other kid, then he's still a normal kid. It's but even if he couldn't, though, that's not a reason... To be bullied, right. No, of course, that's that's never... I mean, there's never is a reason to be um, to be bullying anybody else. But I think that... I guess just as a parent myself... I'm not a parent, but... I was like, like what are you like, saying? Like, hypothetically, like if I was a parent and my son or daughter was getting bullied, I think my... Like, the, like something I would try to do is try to teach them to have a more positive outlook on... The situation, right? Obviously, I would try to, you know, do whatever I had to do to make sure the bullying stopped. But I think for my my son or daughter's mindset, I would try to just kind of make her see, make her or him see a, a more positive perspective, a 
a glass half full instead of a glass half empty type thing to where depending on what they were telling her but you know like like what if she was like um overweight by a little bit right that's just like a prime example i think of what a lot of kids deal with as far as bullying goes but i think that it's just like i think you just have to teach them to see the positive things like about them and and that they can still play they can still learn and you know like the things that they still have going on that makes them completely the same as other kids and teach them that it's okay to be the way that they are and the the things that they're doing as long as they're all good you know for them obviously you can't encourage like bad behavior but as long as like everything that they're doing is good for them and their well-being and their mental state then you have to teach them that to understand that what they are doing is perfectly fine and perfectly okay and normal and what they're being told by other kids is irrelevant and not true right i know that's kind of hard to understand especially like as a kid but i was just gonna say like i feel like a lot of kids wouldn't even go to their parents and say they're getting bullied i feel like a lot of times schools don't do anything yeah i feel like schools never really do anything um i feel like schools are always just kind of like downplay it like as if it's not that serious when like everybody knows that it's pretty serious everybody but the school i guess i just feel like they just don't want to deal with it yeah but i feel like i don't know isn't that like your job as like a principal to yeah but again i just feel like they don't they probably just don't care like it's not their kid um that might sound like bitchy to say but i feel like it's true i know how would like a principal react if their kid was going to the school and getting found out they were getting bullied yeah they'd probably be mad and asking why the school's principal wasn't doing anything and that's him or her yeah you know what's really annoying is that i think that like how many kids get away with uh like bullying because they're in sports oh yeah remember i was telling you that story about my sister the other day yeah yeah that girl like i feel like that's one of like the biggest fucking cons in the school system is like like oh like i don't know about middle school but like in high school you know when they're like actually like trying to get scholarships for like college or whatever because like you want to play sports or whatever Mm -hmm. like like i don't know they're just like oh like i can't like i'll lose my scholarship like whatever i do feel though that like a lot of times teachers or principals or administration or never just look the other way because they don't want to deal with it it's probably just like a report they have to write or some shit yeah that they don't want to write right like some incident happened with my little sister where she was being bullied and they called my mom to come pick up my sister from what happened because she got hurt from this bully but where was the bully yeah in class went on with her day like and obviously like my mom's gonna be pissed like she goes over there because my sister got hurt because she's being bullied by some little bitch and the girls in class and 
Yeah, and I feel like most of the time, um, in the cases of bullying, they all like why do they always call the the person's parents that's getting bullied? That's okay. I do feel like if something's happening, an administration or whatever like picks up on it, I definitely think they should call the parent of the kid that's getting bullied so that they could let them know so that like you were saying they could talk to them right again because i don't think a kid is just gonna open up to their parents and be like this is everything that's happening at school but so at least the parent could address it yeah which is what i was trying to explain like i don't think any kid's just gonna come home and spill all these deets to their parents they're probably already feeling shitty about themselves yeah so I do think that the parents of the kid getting bullied should be contacted so that they know what's going on. But with that being said, the bully should the bull, the bully's parents should definitely be contacted. Yeah, I th- th- well, that's what I think I was me- meaning to say is, I feel like in most situations they call the parents of the person that's getting bullied and they show up and it's like, well, where's the person that was doing the bullying and they're just. Back in class or yeah, doing nothing whatever. happens to them. Their day goes fine. Yeah, but the other kid goes home feeling like shit. Right. On another note, since we're talking about bullying, cyberbullying. Cyberbullying. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought you were gonna say something. No, I was just bringing it up. Um, cyberbullying, I think, is the worst because I think it's like. I feel like a lot of people cyberbully and they don't even notice, you know? Yeah. Like, I feel like you can be causing someone, like, some major offense that you don't know about because you don't know their circumstance or situation. And I think that's another thing about bullying in general is, like, you just never know what someone's going through, right? So mm-hmm. so you you don't know that what you're saying or when you're saying it or who you're saying it to, how it's going to affect them. And obviously it's not your fault if you are saying something that's completely non-offensive, but it's just like a trigger word for this one person, right? Um, because yeah, then you could just apologize. But if you're like blatantly being like an asshole and just saying offensive stuff that could offend like just people in general, then like I feel like you're just an asshole. And like why? You're just a bully. Yeah. And then cyberbullying, I feel like like back onto the topic of cyberbullying I feel like it's just um I feel like it all roots from like jealousy Do you I think feel it- like it depends It depends like what what the cyberbull like what it's in regards to I guess yeah, well, yeah, I think obviously, like, um, if they're bullying somebody because of something that happened at school or something, that's different. But I feel like a lot of people bring a lot of negativity to social media because of jealousy. And you can see it with, like, a lot of big-time, like, influencers or YouTubers or famous people. And you go onto the comments and it's just, like, you know... So many people that like them, but then there's always those people that are, like, saying something negative. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, 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 who cares? Like, what does it do to you? Like, how is that affecting your life, you know? 
like how is this person getting you know a new job or getting promoted or whatever affecting your life like because you feel like they're now doing better than you that you have to feel like you need to like talk negative negatively about them or something Mm -hmm. right and it's so much easier done behind a screen than in person obviously because i don't think that if we didn't have social media that there would be that much bullying but i think that because we do have it it's so easy to just type something negative or say something negative about somebody and that's like a form of cyberbullying and you never even know the repercussions of that one person right like the person that you're talking about you never know what like how they feel how they or, or how they're going to take it yeah like one of your messages or comments might literally be like the last comment that they ever see and that's nobody's fault but the person that was cyberbullying them I don't know. I feel. I feel conflicted. On what? Not conflicted, but. Okay, cyberbullying is obviously just as bad as bullying. I just. Like, at least in movies or whatever, when they're like showing us, like. I don't know, you've seen like a movie or something where they're like cyberbullying or like. Yeah. They're going back and forth, like, close the computer. Oh, yeah. And walk away. Definitely. From the situation right there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, because, like, I don't know. I feel like you're hurting yourself sometimes just reading this stuff on there. Yeah, I was actually listening to uh, another podcast where they were talking about how how conscious they are with themselves or how how connected they are to themselves to where they they know when they're kind of, like, feeling out of, like, function because... They're, like, on Instagram or they're on Twitter or something and they're, like, getting a negative comment or something and they're about to reply and they have this whole message typed out, you know, like, about to, like, like send it back and they just kind of take a step back and they're just like, whoa, like, you know, like, why the hell is this random message from this person that I've never, ever met affecting me right now? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they delete the message, turn off their phone go on about their day and realize that that message literally had no effect on them at all whatsoever. Like their day went completely fine. They still went about everything they did. Everything went completely okay. And that message affected them in no way whatsoever except for that very second that they read it. They read it. And it's like a trigger action. It's just like negative feedback. Like I can't have it got a reply you know mm-hmm. and i think for the most part that's what cyber bullies look for like trolls i think they just want people to like engage react. yeah they want yeah. reaction they want you to to talk back to them so they can just keep going and keep going and keep going and they know that they're just taking time out of your day so you can sit there and reply to them and it's like just don't give them the time of day and you won't have them because then they'll realize like it's not even worth bugging you because you're not going to reply. Mm-hmm. They'd rather go off and negatively comment to someone that they know is going to reply to them. Yeah. And yeah. keep them entertained. Well, do you remember we were reading or we uh, heard about that one story of like some little girl. She was like, I don't know, just like very self-conscious and stuff. She's never had a boyfriend. And then some guy started messaging her on MySpace. And it ended up being um, the neighbor next door, but not the little girl that was her age. It was her mom. Oh, yeah. What show was that? 
It's called like my my neighbor, like my crazy no. neighbor. No, it was called Web of Lies. Anyways, it was on the show Web of Lies. Remember? Yeah. Where we were, babe. You don't remember? No, I do. I just remember that I subscribed to like that little like crime. Like, so pretty and they much. Gave us a bunch of shows. What was her name? Because they started a foundation after. Sh- okay, so pretty much this girl, she was getting um, she had like an online like her first online relationship. And then, um, she, yeah, this guy just randomly started telling her, like, nobody's ever going to love you. Like, you should just kill yourself. Nobody likes you. And it ended up being, like, her friend's mom messaging her because she didn't want to hang out with the daughter anymore. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Like, you old bitch, get a life. Yeah, it was literally her mom because they weren't friends anymore. I think they just stopped hanging out as much or some shit. Anyways, the girl was 12, and she hung herself, and her mom had to find her. And then, I think it was, like, it's called, like, the Miranda Foundation or something. Megan Taylor Mir. That was her. That was her name. Anyways, they started, her parents started a foundation. Um, I don't exactly know what the foundation does. I think it's, like, to prevent suicide. I mean... Bullying Cyberbullying? Yeah. Megan Mir Foundation. We work to create a world where bullying and cyberbullying no longer exist. Yeah, that's cool. Her parents made that. Uh, it was founded by Tina, her mom, after Megan took her own life from cyberbullying hoax. Hoax? By an adult neighbor posing as fictitious boy on MySpace. Since its inception, Megan Meyer Foundation has grown into a global bullying and cyberbullying prevention foundation. Through education, prevention, and intervention, we work to support and inspire actions that end bullying, cyberbullying, and suicide. That's cool. I mean, it's sad that that had to happen for them to start that, but. I mean, it's cool that that exists now. That's freaking crazy. All right, let me ask you this. Go. What, hypothetically, if you had a son that was getting bullied in elementary school, Mm -hmm. what would you tell him? Mm, What would I tell my son? Yeah. Like, let's say that you already took care of the actual problem, right? Like, the bully. Mm-hmm. They gave him detention. <laughs> Find out who his mom is. What would you What would you tell your your son? Um. Well, I feel like an elementary school kid. I mean, you can't you can't over. You can't explode their brain. Yeah, you can't go and say all kinds of crazy stuff that they're barely gonna under, like barely understand. Me. <laughs> <laughs> Give them a book of rules. Um, I mean, not rules of advice. No, I just feel like, I don't know, like, what would you tell a little, like, a little kid? Like, oh, just ignore them, like, don't pay attention to them, or, I don't know, something that they don't take so long to process or wrap their brain around and have to think about so much, because also you don't want them just staying there thinking about what happened. Right. Or, you know what I mean? Also, yeah. if the kid only got detention, that's another problem. 
Mm, yeah. Well, let's say that it was just like minor bullying. What is minor bullying? They called... He told him he had big ears. Well, the kid probably had little ears and was stupid and couldn't hear. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I feel like that's not minor because if the kid did have, if our kid did have big ears, he's probably already self-conscious about it. Yeah. So tell him his ears are perfect and that he'll grow into them. You know what's crazy is that kids don't ever realize, like, things that are different about them until someone points, points them out, out into in, like, a negative way. Mm-hmm. Like, that's kind of, like, mind-blowing, huh? Mm-hmm. Like, if your kid has big ears and, like, you just fucking, you love his ears and, like, you're... I mean, not always talking about his ears because then he's gonna obviously be like, you know, well, why the hell they're why always talking my about my ears? So you know? Like I got nice feet too, but oh my God. Um, Manny has big ears. Yeah, he has huge ears. He's beautiful. Um, but it, like, yeah, let's say you were just, you know, like everything was normal, like you never mentioned his ears, like nothing, but he did have big ears, and like, imagine like the, the amount of shock. That you undergo, like, hearing for the first time, like, hey, dude, your ears are huge. Mm-hmm. Especially as a little kid. Like, it's, like, instant tears. So how would you, what would you say to your kid that's getting bullied in middle school? Oh, what kind of bullying is my kid receiving? Um, let's just say there's, like, a, I don't know, some, like, athlete dude that's, like, a dick and... He just likes to fucking shove him in the hallway. Mm. Just like he passes by and he just fucking, you know, shoulder checks him real quick. Doesn't really. I mean, I feel like any, I don't know. I feel like I don't have a kid right now. So I want to be like, just tell my kid to just fucking trip him. (laughs) Fucking trip him and then kick him or something. Uh huh. But what about my kids just like doesn't want to do that because they're scared. Yeah. You know? Like, what do you say? Don't be in the hallway when he's passing? Yeah, I guess there's not really... And then, wait, go tell your teacher so you could be a snitch and just get bullied more? Yeah. I feel like it just... It's just a cycle, like a shitty cycle. So do you think... Well, no, I was going to say, do you think, like, all kids just go through bullying? But I don't. I definitely don't think all kids go through bullying. No. You know what? In elementary school, because I had really hairy arms... And legs. Anyways, these guys, they always, I was just gonna cry, I was just crying a little bit inside. These guys in class outside behind me used to call me werewolf. This was in elementary school? Yeah. What'd you do? Did you trip them? No, my mom used to tell me though to punch them. She used to tell me, you, ch- you turn around and you punch them in the face. <laughs> I never did. I was too scared. Um, not like they'd punch me back. Or maybe they would have. I don't know. So, yeah. See? Like, my mom told me to punch him, and I never did. I was too scared. Yeah. I think the important thing is just being supportive as a parent, you know? Yeah. Like, I think if if in all fear, you know, like, if there was nothing he feared more than being in the hallway with, like... Yeah, I get you. Then, you know, if changing schools is an option, then changing schools is an option. I hope that my children never have to deal with bullying. And are never bullies, because I'll... Freaking. They're definitely not going to be bullies. I don't think they'll be bullies either. I'm just saying. How, how, what do you think about those videos where, like, 
I don't know if you've seen them, but like where they they the parents find out like the kids have been bullying oh somebody. Oh my god! And then they make them walk home. Or yeah, some shit. and it's like five or six miles, and they're just following them in like the truck, and then. And then people are like shaming the parents. Yeah. Let the kid walk. Yeah. In the rain with no shoes. Learn real quick not to be a little butthole. I feel like, um, yeah, I feel like a lot of parents are just like, oh, that's child abuse and this and that. But and you're your ass isn't saying it's child abuse when you take them to Disneyland and force them to walk. <laughs> oh, trying to see Mickey Mouse ass. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I mean, at least the parents are there, you know, they're like driving behind them. Slow as yeah, hell. Yeah, but I mean, at least, I mean, at least you could see though that the parents aren't okay with bullying. Would yeah. you rather the parents be applauding them for being exactly? Nice? See, that's the thing is like, you could, you just could, you can never be right. I think in the world, it's just no matter what you do, it's always just it's wrong, it's wrong, it's wrong. Like, yeah, there's so many bullies that the parents don't do shit. Let them continue being bullies, and then they go off and go to college, whatever, live their life, and that's it, you know? They were fucking bullying people for... Ever. Four years, eight years, whatever amount of time that they were bullying somebody. And their parents probably knew and just didn't care, didn't say anything, and then what? Like, no one's fucking shaming them. But then someone tries to parent someone for their kid bullying somebody, actually taking some action on it, and they're the worst parents in the world. Like, come on. Oh my god, talking about like parents and bullying and whatever. Um, I read some article the other day that this is just like abuse. This isn't even bullying. Sorry, this kind of took a turn. Mm-hmm. But um, there was like a some parents. They were divorced, and it was the their daughter's thirteenth birthday. Uh-huh. And the mom took her to get highlights, and then it was like the dad's weekend, so she went to the dad's house, and the dad and his wife or shaved his, the head, clipped it like short, like a boy short. And the girl was like 13. That's like the hardest age. Just because she got highlights? Yeah. That's fucked up. Her mom picked her up from her dad's house and she had no fucking hair. What the fuck? Yeah. <clears throat> this is a real story. So then the mom posted like all over the internet and then people were sending like the dad and his girlfriend threat, um, death threat. De- I can't talk. Death threat. Tre- death treats? What? Death threats. There you go. <laughs> My death treat. <laughs> Shut up. And I think even the police had to go to their house because... Yeah, that's like fucking child abuse. Yeah. What the hell? That's some traumatization. That's some bullying from your parents. Yeah, in this case, the parent was the bully. Mm-hmm. What do you think about workplace bullies? Like, do you think that... Like, is it acceptable to still be scared of a bully at that age? I think... I don't want to say it's not acceptable to not be to not be. I mean, to be scared of somebody at like any age. I think like regardless of your age, if you're scared, you're scared. But I don't know. I feel like you probably have more like control. Yeah, I I think it's kind of like weird just because it's like unless your bully is like threatening to kill you, like there's no reason to be scared of a bully at work because you're older you know yeah but i mean what if it's like position wise maybe that's why they don't want to say anything i yeah i feel like that's work politics i feel like that's just or in it's general just work, work bullying uh i mean if your manager is bullying you then i guess so like that's 
bullying. But but let's say there's just a dude that picks on you, right? At work. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Uh-huh. Um, I guess my job's not a good example because I work by myself all day. But let's say you worked in an office and there was just a guy that, like, I don't know, like, was always laughing at, like, your presentations or your ideas or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And just, like, making, like, stupid remarks at it. Like, it's not like middle school where, like, like he's going to get up and punch you. Maybe he will. Okay, but I think at this point it's different because now that's assault. Yeah, I guess that's true. You know? And there's witnesses. Like, it's at work. Like, he gets fired and he gets charged with a felony. Like... Well, maybe. I don't know. You gotta be pretty dumb, you know, to go punch somebody because you, you're bullying them all the time. As to go in middle school or high school where you're more than likely underage... Like, more than, like, you'll get a ticket for being in a fight. hmm You know? Unless it's, like, really bad or you already have, like, some kind of record or something where they can actually take you to, like, a juvenile detention center. But I think workplace bullying is a lot more different. And if you're being bullied in a workplace, I definitely think you should stand up for yourself because... Or look for another job. Or look for another job. Unless you have, like, a really good job. Like, yeah. what if they're, like, working at Google or something, you know? Yeah, I didn't fart. That was a chair. I doubt it. Shut up. Um, yeah, I don't know. Is workplace bullying a thing? I think so. Hmm. Oh, shit. Sorry. I definitely think workplace bullying is a thing because, like, yeah, I think so. Hmm. I think, like, when I worked at Amazon, there was a couple people that, like, when I was a manager there, uh, like, a couple people didn't really want to work with other people in certain departments, you know? Yeah, well, maybe, I feel like I've worked a job where I didn't want to work with them. Certain people, like, certain shifts or... Yeah. Um, was it because you were afraid to get bullied or you just not like the no, people or, no, like, confronta- a, confrontation? Yeah, I wasn't, like, afraid of being bullied, just confrontation or just awkwardness because you know the person doesn't like you. Yeah. So then it's just a really weird shift. And then I had another job where, like, my manager was fucking weird as fuck. Yeah. Um, but I don't think I think that's more harassment though, not Right. Not I think that's a whole different subject. Harassment yeah. is Yeah, no, that's why I said never mind. I think, I think that's a form of bullying too. How do you feel about tipping? Oh my god. I'm just we're just gonna offend some people. Why? <sighs> Isn't that what we're here for? No, we're here to make friends with everybody who listens. Oh, <laughs> I just want to be friends with everybody who listens. Um, tipping? I don't know. Kind of mixed. One, I really do hate how um, people who work in the restaurant industry... Always demand tips? Yes. Oh, I fucking hate that. There's nothing I hate more than... I'm not even on Twitter anymore, but god damn it. Like, server Twitter was up the ass on fucking... Look at like, this tip. Don't you know that we live off this? Yeah. Then go work somewhere else. Sorry. First of all, no one is asking you to go work somewhere where you're heavily relying on tips to make ends meet. I used to be like that guy that always tipped no matter what. Like, like if my service was like completely, completely, like absurdly horrible, a dollar. We're going to offend so many people. Like, that was... No, I don't think any should be offended. I think a lot of people feel the same way. Like, um, 
I would always tip like a dollar if the service was horrible, like absolutely horrible. And then if it was really good, you know, like 10, 15, 20 bucks, depending on where. Anyways, I used to be that guy that would always tip like no matter what. And I think later on, like, I was just like, no, like, fuck that. Like, like if my service is completely horrible, like completely, like, like you're not getting a tip. That's it. Obviously, if the service is like amazing, like I'm going to tip, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I still do always believe in tipping just because it's, like, I don't know. I just like to tip. So, the company, Legos, is, uh-huh. um, like, they're, they're, they're now fully, like, their operation, like, their warehouse where they manufacture Legos is now completely ran on solar energy and wind power. That's tight. What about Legoland? <laughs> I don't think so. That'd be even tighter. It would. I'm, I'm, maybe they're gonna aim for that, but it's. Uh, it was saying that by 2030, they're they're on plan to have a zero emission, zero waste um, for landfills mm-hmm. and for the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. By 2030, like they're reducing like all their waste, and then all their Legos are gonna be coming from like recycled um, plastic materials, and then their boxes are all gonna be like um, recycled like paper or cardboard boxes. That's cool. Yeah. What the heck. Shout out to Total Wine. Shout out to Total Wine for not sponsoring us, but us continuously buying beer from them. We literally go there like once or twice a week. Shout out to Total Wine. Total Wine's a shit. Shout out to Apple for giving me this iPad that for only $399. You bought it. They didn't give it to you. <laughs> Technically, they did in exchange for three ninety nine ninety nine. Shut up. So, in order for Lego to Jesus celebrate Christ. that they're going that they're going waste free, they're releasing like this little pack of Legos called like the Botanicals, mm-hmm. and it's just a bunch of trees and little plants. That's tight. Yeah, I want Legos. You just sixing up. You know, I never got Legos as a kid. I don't think I did either. I think Jasmine did. Shout out to Jasmine again. Jasmine's in the winning right now. I feel like she's always been in the winning. Shout out to Jasmine. Shout out to Jasmine. Hope you're listening, Jasmine. She does listen. She said she was cracking up at work. I and, know. And that she had to pause our podcast because she wasn't paying attention. Come on, Jasmine. Get it together. <laughs> Unshout out to Jasmine. Unshout out. We're going to downvote Jasmine. Um, yeah, I just never got Legos as a kid. And Legos are so fun. Even though I've never had them, I don't know. We bought some for Jean. Didn't you play with Jeans? Mm, Not that much. (gasps) Let's buy a box of Legos. I feel like I want, like, a really intense, like, Lego set. Can we buy something compact? Because we live, like, in a tiny house. Yeah. Like, the the little, like, itty-bitty pieces. But, like, oh, you remember that Ferrari car that we saw? that was cool. It's like a Lego Ferrari car, and it's, like... I don't know. That thing was like crazy expensive, like three hundred bucks. But it like drives afterwards. It like connects to an app on your phone. It's pretty dope. You got anything else? Did yeah. Oh, okay, go. Did you ever play with Lincoln Logs? No. What the heck? Do you even know what they are? Yeah, the little like cabin-looking things. <sighs> Those are the best. <gasps> Maybe we should get Lincoln Logs. Maybe I've we have a, a couple decision. games. Games that we don't play. We need to invite people over. Shout out so, to anybody that wants to come to our house. Damn, we have a big backyard. Yeah, we just need to get the the barbecue going. Do you feel like, like if someone was to pick their nose in public, 
but then wipe it on a napkin. Is that acceptable? Okay, thanks for just ruining my little closing. Um, did you know you were picking your nose, or was it like a scratch and you got a booger? I'm asking for a friend. Okay, if someone... Okay, because picking your nose is obviously, like, socially unacceptable, right? Like, people are like... Unless you're a baby. Pick away. Yeah, unless you're a baby. Um, but... Yeah, you know, you see someone picking their nose, and they're like, oh, that's gross. But what if they were, like, picking and then... Wiping? I feel like maybe just to kind of steer away from any negative comments. Uh Maybe just kind of try to hide. But there's definitely been times where I'm, like, trying to get a scratch in my nose, and I accidentally pull out this big-ass booger I didn't even know I had. Do you feel better in your head? Okay, like, let's say you're scratching your nose, and you know you're scratching your nose, right? And someone sees you scratch your nose. Does that make you feel better about it than if you were picking your nose? Yes. But in the other person's mind... Well, fuck the other person's mind. I know what I was doing. Well, in that case, I might as well pick my nose. Well, then pick your nose, but you're asking me. I'd rather somebody think I'm picking me no- my me nose. <laughs> I'm picking me nose. <laughs> I'd rather somebody think I'm picking me, my, my nose and me know that I'm not picking my nose. Uh. But you're nasty, so I'm sure you'd pick your butt in public. Eh. <laughs> Alright, you can close now. Okay, thank you, Omi. Um, okay, closing this podcast with our um, opinions on these beers, which both of us didn't even drink. Yeah. <clears throat> Honestly, in my defense, um, we worked today. and Like 12 hours each. Yeah, we worked like a long time. It's been a long day. And then we got home and our dog got kidnapped. And we found him, though. No. My suegra and my sister-in-law found him. So shout out to Valeria and my suegra for finding my dog. (laughs) And um, And if the person who stole or tried stealing my dog is listening to this, I really hope he bit the fuck out of you. Please subscribe, though. No, I don't want you following me. Oh. He tried kidnapping my son. Well, maybe now he won't because he really likes the podcast. Oh, my God. Anyways... I don't know how my clothing keeps getting destroyed by you. Clothes. What were we talking about? You said we had a really long day. Oh, we were reviewing the beer. Yeah, I I think that in our defense, we had a really long day, and we worked like 12, 13 hours, and then had to go to the store after, and then had to go get something to eat because we couldn't make dinner because we had to do this podcast. And and our son got kidnapped and returned. And our son got kidnapped, and we have to lock the gate now so that no one gets in, and... Lock it more than it already was. Yeah, and I think that that's why... Honestly, I wasn't really in the mood to drink a beer, but I'm still going to review it, honestly, because, you know, I still tasted it, but... Go ahead. Take it away. All right. Let's jump into the Flying Dog Dipper. It's got a nice little lion and, like, a diaper. All right. The, the Flying Dog Double Dog... It's pretty strong, honestly. Mm-hmm. If I was in the mood... Like, I feel like if you're going to drink a double IPA, you got to be in the mood. Because if you're not in the mood, it's just... It's going to be, like, like not that good. 
And for right now, I could say that I just really wasn't in the mood to drink it because I'm really thirsty and really want some water right now. But I think it, I think this beer has like a hint of teriyaki sauce. <laughs> well, it is the same maker as the other one. Yeah. And the other one was like a normal IPA. But the other one had a little bit more of a refreshing, like tropical taste. This one, it's pretty bitter and it's pretty. Like, it has, like, some distinct taste to it that I'm not really feeling. Gasoline. No. No, I mean, I like I like a lot of double IPAs, but this one in particular, I'm not a big fan of. So I'm going to hit it with a 5 out of 10. Jesus, you rate so high. Um, it's very bitter. But I feel like I've tasted, like, strong. Mm, I don't know, this was pretty strong. It was pretty strong, yeah. Yeah. I just feel like I taste some of your beer sometimes, and I'm like, what the hell are you drinking? So maybe, okay, maybe I won't go too low. I'm thinking like a four. A four? Mm-hmm. It's better than the teriyaki sauce one, that's for sure. Do you think so? I think I like the other one more. That what should did I taste the other like, one? Six? Yeah, that should taste it like we should throw it in a pot You don't chicken. think this one tastes more like teriyaki? No. This one, I'm feeling more barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Might be barbecue. Okay, milk stout. The marshmallow milk stout. I'm just going to go ahead and just dive right into it. It was gross. As fuck. Which I thought it was going to be, but I didn't think it was going to be as gross as it was. It literally looks like Coca-Cola. Tastes nothing like a marshmallow, and it's just not good. It just tastes like some black-ass coffee. So what I was getting from this one is... You know what's weird is, like, I almost got a hint of Coca-Cola. And I don't know, I I'm pretty sure drunk. it's... No, I'm pretty sure it's, like, my mind just, like, because... It literally looks like Coca-Cola. Then I'm just like, oh, it probably tastes like Coca-Cola. I did get a hint of marshmallow. But overall, the major taste, black coffee. But not like good black coffee. No. It's like like black Coca-Cola coffee with a marshmallow. <laughs> I'm going to hit it with a 1 out of 10. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I was still going to give it a 2 just to be nice. Yeah. I'll give it a 2. So we got a two and a... Five. We got a two and a five on both beers. Yep, so that is um, the end of this podcast. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll talk to you next time. We'll talk to you next time. Mm, Bye!